Hello and welcome to the Happy Days podcast with me, Callum Church. Today, I've got another guest episode for you. And today I'm joined by Billy Schwer, the former British, Commonwealth, European and world boxing champion. Not only has Billy been a successful fighter, but he's now a public speaker, author and inspiration to many, many people. In this episode, we have an incredibly emotional, powerful and deep conversation covering many topics across personal development and general life. Here is Billy Schwer on the Happy Days podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Happy Days with Callum Church. Now today we've got another guest on the show and my guest for today is the former British Commonwealth European and world boxing champion. He's also a world leading inspirational and motivational speaker and personal performance coach. He's an author and the title of his book is called Man Up, The World Champion Way. And during lockdown, he's created a brand new 12 week coaching program called How to Change Yourself, Your Business and Your Life in 12 Weeks, The World Champion Way. So please join me in welcoming the former light welterweight champion of the world, Billy Schwer, to the Happy Days podcast. Welcome, Billy. I, you, I don't think you can even get a better name for a podcast than that. That is genius. Callum, <laughs> oh, mate. you're a Bit- superstar. It's happy days, Billy. It's happy days. And I tell you what, every Tuesday and Thursday when we're releasing these podcasts, scientifically proven to be the happiest days <laughs> of the week, mate. It's brilliant. What a, what a great topic. What a great subject to talk about, happiness. Absolutely. It's a, and it's, it's something we're all looking for, right? Well, yeah, that, that, that's the thing, Billy. It, I mean, this is a podcast all about being happy. It's a podcast all about developing ourselves, growing, progressing. And ultimately, that's what makes people happy. You know, I, you know, I, I always say almost every episode now, progress equals happiness. And that's what it's all about. And, you know, yourself as, you know, a former world boxing champion, you are someone who has grown. And, you know, I, I, I'm sure you are someone who's found satisfaction and, you know, incredible fulfillment with what you're doing and also transitioning into a new life like you are now with your public speaking and and, and all these incredible things that you've got going. It's an inspiration, Billy. So that's why I've got you on the podcast. Um, you know, you, you you are someone who has truly lived. And I think you have an incredible story to tell to help inspire people. And, you know, we can all learn some lessons along the way with this episode. So it's going to be a good one, Billy. Do you want to just take a minute to introduce yourself to the audience? Tell us who you are, what you do. And more importantly, tell us about some of the incredible stuff you're doing in the personal development space at the moment. Well, Callum, I think, I think you gave me the perfect introduction, so I don't mm. know if I can say any more. So who I am is I'm a former, as you kindly said, British Commonwealth European World Boxing Champion. But what I do now is I inspire and empower people to live a life they love with passion, power and purpose. And I do that through public speaking and coaching. Mm. So I position myself as a personal performance coach. And the reason why I call myself that, because I really believe that performance is very, very personal. Callum, what's going to have you perform is different to what's going to have me perform. Mm. So my expertise now when I work with people is really eliciting what it is that's required that I can 
serve my clients such that they go and produce world-class results and perform the best that they've ever felt. And, mm. and you talked about being happy. That's one of my things is happiness, fulfillment, and satisfaction. Because I that's the holy grail. Mm. So I ask people, when, I, when I'm speaking to potential customers, clients, I ask them, where, 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 is that something you'd like to have? Happiness, fulfillment, and satisfaction. It's like... It's like, a, for some people, it's like an unachievable goal that just is too far out of reach. Mm. And I ask people as well, where are you on a scale of zero to 10 right now in your life? Where, do you, where, where would you score yourself? So that's an interesting concept as well, because where are you in your life? Because I want people to have what I've got, and I've got a 10 out of 10 life. Mm. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm fulfilled more so than ever before and here I am as a 51 year old man and I've got this thing mm. this holy grail and it's available for us all and that's what I'm sharing that's what I want to give away and that's that's why I wrote the book the book is called man up but every woman that's read it they love it it's a it's a bit controversial the book title because yeah, yeah. Man up, it's, maybe it's not politically correct but you know politics is politics correct i don't know <laughs> but it kind of, it's just a, it's a metaphor and it's definitely not what you think it is so that's kind of the reason behind the naming of the book to call it that and it's just giving people something which i think we're all looking for and that's that happiness thing mm. is what you're talking about because a lot of people are looking for happiness callum but they're looking in the wrong places. Don't exist externally. It's an inside job. And that's that's the work that I've done on myself. Go inside and have a look. What does it look like? What is it, happiness? Because I've got a few, I've got a few miles on the clock. I've been around the world a few times and I've I've had lots and lots of experiences. And I've discovered and I've grappled with this, this thing called happiness. Is it in the having the Porsche? Is it in the house? Is it in the lifestyle? Is it in the restaurants? Is it in the clothes? No, it's not. It ain't over there with stuff. But we're all in pursuit of stuff. We're looking in the wrong places for it. Go inside and discover it. That's the that's the work. Well, that's too right. And the thing is, like everyone says it, happiness comes from within. But we're always looking for these sort of external sources of fulfillment. You know, the money, the cars, the job. Yeah. You know. But ultimately, what 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 is actually that brings us this happiness is is truly what comes from within. It's following. You, you know your path your your journey and I, I have to say billy you've been on one hell of a journey you know you've had an amazing career uh in the ring all through the 90s and then you know you've become world champion boxer and then ultimately you've made that transition to the uh, to the to the post-boxing sort of world and the post-boxing life and you're inspiring people with your public speaking and your coaching and your book and and it, it, it's incredible what you're doing but you know but the thing is, through all this, this it's all incredible stuff. But you know, it's life at the same time. There's got to be some highs. There's got to be some lows. And I tell you what, Billy, you know, when you're deep into a few rounds and 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 you've taken a few hits, you know, what what actually what truly gets you through that, mate? Because you know, uh, yeah, we we can use boxing as a metaphor here. You know, a metaphor for life. I've seen with some of your stuff that you've put online in, in the past that you use boxing as a metaphor. So. You know, when we take a few hits like we have done this year for a lot of people, you know, what gets you through that, mate? You know, in the ring, but out of the ring as well. 
Callum, can I also say, right, you're so awake. I wish I was as awake as what you are at your age. Yeah. So you're 20, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you're so awake and it's a pleasure to be speaking with you and what you're sharing. You've got so much value to add to everybody by all these stories that you're getting people to, to share with your people. Mm. Just want to acknowledge you, mate, for that. Thank First you, Billy. Thank you. And it's um tough times are coming. They ain't ever stopping. Mm-hmm. So it's got to ride the good times. When the good times are here, really acknowledge and appreciate that and ride the wave because they may not last forever. And it's the thing about all these challenging times that we all experience is this, who do you be in the face of them? That's the bit to really get. Because I'm all about being fully responsible. Because if you're fully responsible in this present moment for whatever's going on in your life, the good, the bad, the ugly, then I'm not, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to be a mm. creator of my life rather than be at the, the effect of COVID, life, whatever. Yeah. Because, but I've had to learn that and overcome my own um, limitations, my own doubts, about myself and about life. And I've been a victim. I've struggled in life. I've had a real tough experience when I come out of the boxer ring. I found the transition to be from Billy the Boxer to Billy, because who was Billy? Billy the Boxer served Billy the Boxer, but he didn't serve Billy. Because mm. you, 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 you were boxing since you were young, right? You, you know, and you've always been eight. that boxer, right? Eight. I started when I was eight. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, long time. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when when, when you're suddenly thrown, you know, in, into this sort of new form of life, you know, it would like that it is sometimes it can be really difficult to sort of embrace change, you know, as people, especially, you know, like like this year. This year has been a year full of change. But at the same time, I I think it's so important um for people to see change as something beautiful, not something uncomfortable. Because I'm sure. There's been some beautiful things that, that that have happened since stepping out of the ring. You know, Billy, your life hasn't ended since stepping out of the ring, has it? it like, I'm sure in some ways it's probably got better, no? Callum, it's only just beginning. Yeah. I'm only getting started. Mm. There's, there's such a, such a long way to go. There's so much coming my way. And it's, it's just, it's really gorgeous. I'm, I'm in a great place and I've, but I've done the work to get myself here because it, I haven't always been in this happy, fulfilled, 10 out of 10 state. Mm. I've worked at it to figure out what it is. And that's what I put into my book because when I retired from boxing, I found that transition to be very, very difficult. Identity crisis. Who am I now? I've been Billy the Boxer for all my life. And then boxing's now no longer in my I've got no future. It's no longer in my future. I, I didn't have a future. So I went, I'm a cliche, lots of athletes, you will hear lots of athletes, I went through depression, I went through a divorce, I went through bankruptcy, I lost everything, I crashed and burned, I went and had a mental breakdown, and it was from, now I've been retired from boxing nearly 20 years now, so the first two years of my retirement from boxing were the worst two years of my life. Mm-hmm. they were dark they were tough I made loads of mistakes I I took a few wrong turns I wish I could take back time and relive that time but I can't so I've had to accept it and acknowledge it for what it was and that there were so many lessons in there and it and for the past that I had 
that I had then and subsequently from then is is it's what has me be here I, where I am today and I've got what I've got because of that past yeah but I yeah. struggled to let go of the past that was I was so attached to it mm. but the recreation of Billy was because here's the funny thing what had Billy the boxer become a world champion wasn't serving Billy because those attributes that you have to be a professional what I think what I thought anyway mm. I was aggressive, I was domineering, I was selfish, I was inconsiderate, I was always right. I was just, I was like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> That's who I was. Mm. I didn't know how to be anything other than that. And that mm. didn't serve Billy. It didn't serve Billy in a marriage. It didn't serve Billy in relationships. It didn't serve Billy in business. Mm. It just didn't serve Billy. So the paradox was the thing that had me be a champion in the ring was now having me fail outside of outside of the ring in my life. Mm. And it's only when I started to wake up that I started to realise and look at that. I thought, oh, okay, that I can see that now. Mm. But I was so associated, I was so attached to it, I couldn't see the wood for the trees. It was like, this is it. <laughs> where, where, is where's that? Sorry, Billy, where's that come from, do you think? You know, where, where, where you say you, you was aggressive and you were rah, 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 sort of like... You know, because I think there's a lot of people who, like, you know, who are, who are living right now. They're sort of living, um, you know, in the wrong ways. You know, and and I think people can relate where you know they might get their relationships wrong, or they or they can relate where they're not sort of progressing in the in the right way with their career, perhaps. You know, where where do you think that actually comes from? I, I the work that I've done it comes from childhood. Yeah, because I I when I was going through my breakdown. I went through yeah tough depression. I had I had some really tough dark times, some tough times, and it was in there. That's when I started to unravel myself and really look at okay. So how did Billy the Boxer get created? Because I was so fascinated by why we do what we do. So as a speaker, when I go and speak to audiences, I, I ask the question: How do you ever wonder how you ended up the way you ended up? Why do you do what you do? It's fascinating. Mm. And I used to step up into the ring as a professional boxer prepared to die. Mm-hmm. So I would step into the ring, kill or be killed, life or death. And that was my that was my reality. And that was a very tough existence to live in. Mm-hmm. So I was, wh- where did that come from? That's just fascinating me. Because yeah. some people have that, that killer instinct. Some people have it more than others. But do we all, I think we all possess it. But some of us, it shows up more than others. And... I really believe it's it's formed at child through our childhood. Things happen to us. Mm. Situations occur in a certain way. Then we make them mean something. So my life has all been about because when I was five years of age, my two sisters used to beat me up. They used to just kids being kids. Mm. They used to pin me to the floor. They used to, and I would be kicking and screaming. I couldn't fight them off. They used to wave their hair in my face, and I'd be kicking and screaming. And I used to get so upset, I used to hyperventilate and turn blue. I thought I was dying in that moment. Mm. And, I, and I can remember so clearly because I'd been back to that moment as a five-year-old. I made the decision. I decided that no one was ever going to beat me, dominate me, hurt me, or get on top of me ever again, <laughs> yes. especially women. So then that impacted my relationship with women. We've all got unconscious programs which are running us. We're un- we, don't, we, 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 don't, we just show up every day and just... We, we're unconscious. Mm. So it's only when you get conscious of this kind of stuff that you become aware of, oh, okay, you can see 
maybe why why you are the way that you are and why you mm. do what you do. So I was trying. So in that same moment, I decided that I was weak as a five year old. I was weak. So then I had to find a way to prove and cover cover up and survive being weak. That's why I become a boxer. Mm. So much so that I used to step up into the ring as a, as a professional to prove I wasn't weak. Mm. I was willing to put my life at risk to prove I wasn't weak and I was good enough because another decision that I made when I was 11 years of age, my third amateur boxing fight, boxing again, three rounds, expect to win. I'm in the center of the ring. They put the other guy's hand up and I'm absolutely devastated. Mm. I mean, floods of tears. I'm distraught. I made another decision that I'm not good enough in that moment. Yeah. So there I'm, I'm 11 years of age. I, I feel that I'm weak and I'm not good enough. So that was my unconscious drivers that had me be the way that I was. And that, that I just worked and worked and worked on that stuff. I, I, I would train like you would not. I sacrificed my whole life to become a champion. As a teenager, my teenagers were very different. I was mm. training all the time. Yeah, I was, I was a national champion at 13. So I was, I, I had, I had something, but mm. also, but the thing that had me be a success that had me feel separate and different from everyone else. Right. Yeah. I became a national champion at 13. I remember going back to school on the Monday and we're all in assembly, we're all in assembly, hundreds of kids, the head teachers up there talking on the stage. And he, and he, because obviously I've just won, I've become a champion over the weekend. I didn't know this was going to happen. I'm sitting there and they, they announced that I've just become a national champion and they get me to stand up. And it was like in that moment, I remember looking around, it's like, oh, <laughs> I, I didn't, I felt like I didn't fit in. Yeah. I felt separate. I felt different. I felt like I, I didn't fit in and I felt kind of alone. So I've been a kind of a bit of a loner and boxing is a very solitude kind of existence. Mm. So my identity was created from five years of age, 11, 13. Those experiences that I had shaped my future. But I didn't know that. It's all subconscious. And a lot of us mm. are just running our programs. It's only you become consciously aware of what's, what the program is, that there yeah. is a program. Yeah. And then you, get, then you get the opportunity to look at maybe doing things differently. So, so, so how do you think we can like start to become aware of this program and start to become aware of how these things are affecting us? Sort of like, is, are there certain measures we can put in place or practices and, and that sort of thing to become a bit more aware? I think, Callum, the thing to look at for us all is look at, okay, so look at life, your life, my life, and look at, okay, well, so what's not working? Because when I retired from boxing, when I was going through my breakdown, bankruptcy, lost everything, so... I kind of, I ended up being a victim and I was wanting to blame everyone else and it was all wrong and life and it was all coming at me and it was, yeah. and I, I was the victim of it. It's only when I started to unravel myself and I got loads of training. I got myself a coach, hmm. loads and loads of training, reading loads of books, listening to see loads of CDs, loads of stuff like that to get educated in a different way. And I kind of started to awaken and I got something happened to me and I got, it hit me like a, ton of bricks one day when i was in a seminar doing tr some training i realized which is when i say it to you you're kind of you're kind of, yeah i know it makes sense I, but i really got like i've never got it before that my future is my responsibility mm. like but it hit me like yeah something different so something happened to me in that moment and then what happened was 
a whole new future started to, my future had started to occur different mm. because I'd let go of something. And then all, all the past, which was kind of in my future, all the mistakes I've made, they kind of, I put them back in the past because a lot of our past is in our future. Mm. And that's what we keep bumping into. Our old habits, our old ways of being, what we're doing, the same conversations that we have, they're all in the future. We keep bumping up against them. And they don't, they don't generally don't serve us. Yeah. So for things to be different, maybe, maybe we've got to be different. Mm. And for things to change, maybe we've got to change. And that's what I got. And that's what I got for myself. I looked in the mirror one day. I kind of looked at myself and thought, this ain't what well, you ain't working. You mm. are not working. You need to. You got to change, yeah. Because the path I was on just it wasn't it wasn't going in here. It wasn't so, pretty. Nobody was winning. So when was it that it sort of um, occurred to you that you wanted to start speaking and 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 you wanted to to sort of you know help help other people overcome you know some some of the some of the difficulties you had in in, in that transition. You know what 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 was it and and. What can other people learn from this in when you discovered that you wanted to, to, to change this? You know, that that transition, how is this something which other people can can incorporate into, into their lives? Because I think there's so many people who are, you know, still scared of change, you know, the, or, yeah. or, or, or they're not quite sure what it is that they what, what that they actually want from their lives. So how did you make that decision? And, and you know, how can other people understand this as well? A lot of people, they, they might be stuck. We kind of get stuck. Mm. We might be fearful of what's, what else is available, and we're confronted. We get, a lot of us get, my, 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 my kind of the guys that I work with are generally middle-aged men. Yeah. My, my mission in life is the transformation of the middle-aged man. Mm. Because I, as a middle-aged man, I know what we're dealing with. Mm. A lot of us are struggling. A lot of us are stuck. Things are not working. Our lives are not working. We're not where we want to be. And we kind of, and we end up getting resigned and cynical and just, and life just rolls out. It's kind of, we have a default future, which is already written for us. Mm-hmm. And, we, and if we don't make any changes, it's going to end up, it's going to end up where it's going to end up. Unless we disrupt it and interrupt it and make some changes. They don't have to, they're just subtle changes to start with. Mm. But first and foremost, just acknowledging that maybe something's not working or my life's not working or I'm not happy or whatever that is, that's, that's, the, that's the sign. Mm. And that's the, then you've got to go, okay, so then you've got to go and figure out what it is, which is the challenging bit. Mm. And there's so much information out there, like you're doing, you're sharing this information out there. And people... From me sharing my story, people will get an access to something for themselves. But I first, I went on this journey for my own self to start with, for my own sanity, because I had to get out of where I was at because I yeah. was depressed. I was, I was in a breakdown and it was tough and it wasn't an overnight thing. And it was like, it took a long time to get to where I am today. And it was work. And I went and I, a lot of inner work, a lot of, a lot of transcending yourself because who you are is not really who you are. It's just a facet. There's so many bits to us. And this one, this facet shows up here in this environment. This one shows up here. There's so many pieces to the puzzle. So it's just being aware and acknowledging that in itself is that's a, that's a first step. And it's like, 
Yeah, you've got to be willing and you've got to want to. What? Why? Yeah, why do, why do you want to go and look at that? What? What is that? Mm. Once you discover what that is, then then there's always a next logical step. There'll be a book to read. There'll be a podcast to listen to. There'll be a, a YouTube clip to watch. There'll be something will show itself for you. Mm. And and it's a and it's a journey. Yeah, and it's a journey. It's a journey that I love being on, and one I won't ever stop being on it because it don't ever stop. Yeah, self development, the personal growth stuff. It, it it's just you go deeper. Yeah. And, and 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 you know we're, we're, when we're when we're growing and when we're going on this journey as you say you know there's there's a, a lot of elements of discomfort in there you know whether that be you know like change like we've mentioned beforehand or or or, or whatever it is that you know there's a there's a lot of discomfort and there's a lot of discomfort in life generally you know there's there's ups and there's and there's downs and there's yeah. all sorts you know Painful, it? this thing called life <laughs> <laughs> do right do right but at the same time it's beautiful that's the thing and and the journey is beautiful but you know when we really zoom in and and we look at these these moments of these journeys you know it's i i think it's so incredible it's so, so so important to get comfortable with the idea of discomfort you know as i say when you're taking the punches and that sort of thing in the ring you know how how do you get how, where, where do you find this sort of um sort of comfort around discomfort I, I, comfort's the wrong word but no, you know, that's a great word Callum, because it, it's and you're so right get comfortable being uncomfortable mm. Yeah, it's weird, but you know, it's it, it's true. Where 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 do you where, how do you find that comfort? Because you know, as humans, we are comfort seeking beings. You know, we, we you know we if we could, we'd wrap ourselves up in a blanket and watch Netflix all day. Do you know what I mean? We we we. That's why out. that's why two thirds of adults are overweight. Yeah, yeah, too right. That's, you know, yeah. All about pandemic. That's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and absolutely. That's that's one that so many people are dealing with. Hmm. and it's like and tr- like to go exercising you don't have to be um it's like you don't have to experience pain when you're training like i would have done as a professional athlete it's really painful but just to get your body moving is it doesn't have to be painful you just have to be a little bit uncomfortable for a little period of time and if you can do that for consistently over time you're, you're going to get the body that you want and then you'll increase your pain threshold and this, and this, again, it comes down to why. What's people's why? That's so so important. Why do you want what you want? And then what's going to get you there? And who's going to help you? Because we can't do it on our own. Because if we could, we'd have done it already. Mm. That's the bit. That's why we should all have coaches. Yeah. Get a coach that works for you, which is that's done what you want to do, or gets mm. has got what you want. And that's that's the thing to really, really dig down into. We all need help. We all need support. There's nothing wrong with that. And I struggled to admit that because when I was going through my tough time, I felt like I should be able to figure it out myself. Yeah. I felt like a failure. Mm. I, was, I was ashamed to be where I was at. Mm. I, felt, I felt a complete failure. And I didn't have the courage to reach out and ask for help, which I eventually did. But yeah. I would try to, try to fight my way through it. And I failed miserably. I made a complete mess of it. But then eventually I had the courage to, to reach out and get help and ask for help. And then I went on my journey. Mm. But it took something. It, took, it takes courage. 
And uh, and you know what what is it that you, that you know stops people from getting out there and and and, and getting help? Is it pride? Because I feel like, you know, that th- this is something which you know, especially with you know your your target demographic with, with, yeah. with the middle aged man. There's there's a lot yeah. of pride there, isn't there? How how can how can people overcome that? You know, and and maybe put their ego aside or or or, or, their, or their pride aside. How how do you how do you really get into that and 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 you know, put that aside for, uh, and, and focus on themselves, not their image of themselves that they have in their ego. Absolutely, Callum. And that's, that's, that's the challenging bit. So mm. it takes, they've got, what I find is they've got, to, they've got to reach, they've got to reach the bottom. Mm. They've got to be in, they've got to be in so much pain that they want to change. Yeah. Because a lot of us, we don't listen. We're very righteous. Yeah. Kind of, trying to figure it like I was mm. I can admit that because I, I was that way and I'm very righteous and I'm right and I'm trying to figure it out and I'm trying to do it my way but then it, at a point will come where you realize that your way is not working mm. and then it then it takes courage to acknowledge that okay I, I'm not working and then that's the bit to then reach out and ask for help and get the right help whatever that may be mm. And but but like you say, the middle-aged man we end up resigned, cynical. That this is the way that I am, and it's just become just become this is it. Mm. And it's like they they've died. It's like they've died. Yeah, it's like an early death. <laughs> they've kind of died, and they're just like stuck in this thing called life. Mm. And that's what they and they suffer through it. Mm. It's like insanity. Yeah, absolutely. it really is. But unless you unless you can find a way out of it. But the thing about that also is a lot of a lot of a lot of people we're, we're we're so in it we don't even realize we're in it. Mm. And uh, I and I, I feel like you know there's um a lot of people you know as you say they 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 think they know it all you know and 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 I think in order to in order to grow and in order to develop and in order to be successful whatever that might be for you in order to be happy I think you've we've all got to admit to ourselves that you know, we haven't got it all right for one. You know, we don't know it all for two. We could do better for three. You know, isn't that right? What, what yeah, do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. But most people don't. Because mm. they, they, they would prefer to be right than be happy. Yeah. Yeah. But funnily enough, but I think people aren't quite switched on to that, are they? Do you know, is that because maybe they're not sort of awake to this idea or? or... Yeah, this conversation is a high level conversation, Callum. It's like not many people have this kind of conversation. Mm. I think it's, think it's an important conversation, though. I think people need to, you know, have these conversations. We need to listen to these conversations, too. Well, it's an enlightening conversation and it's about transcending ourselves. And that's all a bit, could sound a bit woo-woo, a bit like mm. a bit out there, especially for me as a fighter, or a boxer, mm. and talking about, I meditate most days. Mm. I'm very into the spiritual stuff. I, I'm very yeah. over there on that side. I'm looking, because I have a, I'm just interested in what else is there. Mm. My higher self, like the, the, divine, the divine, does it exist? What is it? My higher self, what is that? Who is that? Is there one the infinite like infinite intelligence? There, there is infinite intelligence out there for sure. It, okay. it, it, it's interesting because you know, as a boxer, you wouldn't, you know, as a former boxer, you wouldn't expect that from someone like you, you know. Um, and and it's interesting. So you know, when you're exploring these these ideas, you know, like spirituality and that sort of thing, 
how do you go about exploring that? You know, because when you're talking about, you know, um, transcending ourselves and this sort of thing, how do we, how do we actually explore that? How do you explore that? Right. So I'm going to give your listeners and yourself, there's a, there's a guy called Dr. Jody Spencer. Now mm-hmm. I've done, I'm, I'm a coach, but I'm, I'm a guide. I'm guiding people. And I, I like to guide people towards things that I've experienced myself, which has added real value. Now I've done loads and loads of stuff, but Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's, he wrote a book. It's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's all in that title. So that's, I would start somewhere like that for people. There's so many great books out there, so much amazing information, but start somewhere. And then, so then once, once you start to dismantle who you think you are, mm. and bro- so that's, Callum, one of the proudest things that I've done in my life is I've broken the habit of being Billy the Boxer mm. because Billy the Boxer didn't serve Billy or anyone else. Billy the Boxer was selfish. It was all about him. It was all about himself. And that's who that was. So I, mm. I've tr- transcended that and I've broken that habit and I've put that to one side to allow for something else to arise. And I've discovered myself. And I'm not so, I'm so far removed from who Billy the Boxer was. Mm-hmm. But that's still part of me. Mm. But it's who I am now. I've, yeah, this, and it's transcendence of self. So it's doing the work. I've done thousands and thousands of hours of this kind of work. Mm. And I've been doing it for, yeah, for the last 18 or so years. I've been on this journey of self-discovery. Because I love the subject, I love the topic, and then I want it for my own self to feel a 10 out of 10. That's what I want, selfish yeah. for my own selfish reasons. But then I want to guide people towards my experience. Mm. And, that's, yeah. and that's, that's what has me be happy, fulfilled, and satisfied. Mm. That's how, why I'm keeping away. How has mindset play, played a part in that? Because, um, you know, th- th- this is a fairly common sort of um, topic on, on this podcast, you know, mindset, a positive mindset, yeah. looking at the good in things and, 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 and that sort of thing. Is that something which you've incorporated into your life? I, I, I'm sure it probably is um, as someone who's talking as a, as a 10 out of 10 person. What, what, yeah, what do you know, think? That, I don't know. That's, that's a difficult one. It's a great conversation because it's, you can't always be positive. No, true. It's, it's, it's impossible. Mm. Life ain't easy. Mm. It's tough. And in the face of that, to be positive, to be happy, it's very, very difficult. Yeah. So it's about another great book. Is, um, the, the title of it, Change the Way That You Look At Things and the, look, and the Things That You Look At Will Change. Mm. So it's your perception of your experience of life, whatever's yes. going on, whatever it is. And it ain't, it's going to be good, bad, and ugly. And we all, we all experience it. We're all experiencing some of that all of the time. Then it's how you perceive that. And then it's the meaning you attach to that. And then, so how can people, so like, a lot of people I work with, they want to lose weight. So how can they be happy, fulfilled, and satisfied if they're two stone overweight? Hmm. But you can be because if you set your life up such that you're en route to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve, you want to lose two stone, you want more money, you want a good relationship, whatever that is. If you've started today and you put, a, put your stake in the ground and go, right, this is what I'm committing to, mm. and then you start to move towards somewhere, 
You mentioned earlier, I think, about progress. Progress is happiness. Mm, yep. Also, it's a part of it. Mm. So if you're progressing, moving towards somewhere, you're going to be happier. You can be happy even if you're too stone overweight or you haven't got the money that you want to have or whatever. Mm. It's available and it's possible, but it's impossible to be positive all the time. It's just, it's just unattainable, that side of stuff. Mm. And it is mindset. And it's, and it's just when, when a situation occurs in a certain way, that's the point. That's mastery of self. So the work that I'm all about is that. It's about being a master of yourself. Mm. So one, one, once a situation arises in a certain way, you can master yourself and you can your experience of it, you can change your experience of it rather mm. than get being at the effect of it, getting upset and defending, resisting, confronting it. Because that's my training. I'm, my training from a very young age, from a very early age is attack, defend, resist, confront, and fight. Yeah. And that's, how, that's Billy the Boxer. But then, but then it's dismantling that because that doesn't work. So in life, when a situation, and it's all about how situations occur to us, that's going to have us perform in a certain way. And I like to use the analogy, Mike Tyson. When Mike Tyson, when he, when he was a kid, when he was the youngest heavyweight champion in the world, when he walked out to the ring, he was invincible. He occurred as unbeatable and invincible and he was mm. he was unbeat he was invincible until he got beaten yeah <laughs> he occurred a certain way to the fighters that he was up against he occurred a certain way and they they were kind of beaten before they even got in the ring mm. so there's lots of things and how situations occur to us all it really impacts in how we perform. I, th I think that's another example of how sort of your perspective becomes your truth, you know, because, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of content out there online and, and a lot of content in books and stuff about how sort of like um, ultimately what you think becomes your reality. It's, you know, there's, there's a shift of, you know, some people call it a paradigm or, 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 or something like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, how, how can we use this to our benefit in our lives, Billy? How 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 do people like like your 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 clients and, and like the people that you speak to and and like the people who buy your book and that sort of thing? How can people use this to their advantage? Well, they got to wake up. Mm. Got to wake up now. If they're listening to this, they're probably they're probably awake. Yeah, and they're just going to get more of the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. but, but to wake people up is very difficult because people, are, they got to want to wake up. Right. Lots of people are not ready to wake up. Well, they don't want to wake up. They're happy. They would prefer to suffer and moan and complain and stay stuck because that's safe. Right. But it's yeah. insane, right? It's insane. Because if you say that to them, they, they think, no, that's crazy. But no, why are you, why are you doing what you're doing then? Why do you keep bitching, moaning, complaining, getting the same results? You know, why don't you stop that? Mm. That's obviously not working for you. So why don't you do something different? Mm. Sounds very, very simple. But to, to actually implement something in someone's life and, and put them on a different path, like you said earlier, change is really confronting. Mm. It's not easy for people to, to maintain. We, and it's maintaining the change over time, doing things differently. Now I talk about self-discipline having that self-discipline on a daily basis, that's difficult for people. Mm. It's very difficult. And being dedicated 
to something. But like I talk about in my book, I'll create a success model and I talk about discipline, dedication and desire. So desire is the starting point of all achievement. It's the first principle of success, knowing what you want. Most people don't know what they want. Hmm. They know what they don't want. They're really clear about that. They could talk to you all day long about what they don't want. And that that's what but the trouble is when people focus on what they don't want, what happens is they get more of it. Mm. Because where, where focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. If your energy is flowing towards being negative and focusing on what you don't have or what you don't like, you're gonna get more of it. That's the insane bit, but people don't, it's very difficult to get that. Mm. So what I talk about is it's about getting into the future. It's about creating the future from the future. But we create the future from the past. Mm. So with that, but that past, we may not like the past, or we might it didn't work out, did it? So it's like don't create the future from that because you're gonna get more of that in it. Mm. Create the future from the future. Yeah. Design it, create it, invent it, make it up, and live into that future. Because that's what's exciting, because it's not based upon all that stuff in the past. Mm. And it's about it's, that's a new phenomenon. It's about a creative thing. So the best way to to predict the future is to invent it, right? Yeah. Invent the future, which is almost like what does that what what is that? <laughs> what does that mean? Invent the future. That's that's the that's the bit to really get our heads around because what, what, life is a creation. What is it, Billy? Is it an intention thing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you intending? Where are you placing your attention? It's all of that stuff. Mm. It's all in there, all in that world there. Where are you placing your attention? What, you, what is your intention? What do you want? What do you really want? That's the bit. Yeah. What, do you, what do you really, really want? Because it's all available and it's all possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, 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 and you know, I, I think this has been a conversation of incredible value. And I think this, you know, hopefully this, this, this episode will wake people up. Hopefully this episode will, you know, inspire some thought around this, around what people really want, you know, and if not, if, if not this right hand will wake them up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it, you know, that's, it's been incredible so far, Billy. I, I just want to move on to the last section of the podcast now, because it's been a really intense episode. We, we've spoken about a lot of intense subjects um, and, and it's been great, I have to say. But I'm going to move on to a more personal note now. And, th- and this is a question which I ask each and every single one of my guests. It's, it's a question which is a little bit of a cliche. It's incredibly wow. subjective. It, it, like for some, so for some people, there's no true answer, you know, and everyone um, sort of perceives this in a, 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 def- a different way. That's why it's so much fun to ask people this question. Billy, please tell me, what is your meaning of life? Now, my meaning of life is to feel good and be happy. That's the, so the, what is the, the, so what you're asking, what is the meaning of life or my meaning of life? My meaning of life. Well, are are there two different forms between the meaning and your meaning? So my meaning, if I can, if I can wake up in the morning and feel good, I'm, I've succeeded. Yeah. So I want to feel good, be happy, be fulfilled and satisfied. Mm. And that's the meaning of my life. And then to give that away, it just, what happens is when I give that away to another, that's the best game in town because then it reaffirms it to myself. So I get it straight back. Yeah. So as I'm sharing this stuff, I'm getting it back. 
And as I'm, as I'm causing people to cause themselves and their lives change and their futures are different, I get it back for myself. Mm, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of living it and I'm living and breathing my work, which has me, which feeds right back to me, which has me be happy. Mm. So that, so I'm kind of, I'm living, I've found the Holy grail. I've cracked it. So mm. it's just, so it's a matter of maintaining that for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously I've got a business, I've got stuff that I do and there's loads of other stuff that I'm involved in. So for all of that to be a success and to keep moving and for all that, for that to progress and just to be, just be able to just be, because mm. it ain't all about doing. No. So yeah. I, I was a doer. I'm, I'm a doer. I'm a fighter. We've got to do that, do that, do that, do that. But then shedding that and allowing for something else and just to be. Now, as, as I've transcended into my middle age, things are very different for me. And, it's, and the work that I'm consistently doing on myself and with others, it's kind of, I'm in that kind of world of being. And it's not all about doing. We do what we do, then and it allows for a way of being to show up. And then you get what you want and have what you want. You can have whatever you like. Mm. So the meaning of life for me is, is being, just being Billy. Yeah. Because I like Billy now. Because I never used to like Billy. I, 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 li- I, I like Billy now. Because mm. I, I, that wasn't always the case. I lo- Here's the thing, Callum, that I've recently... I've got over the last few years. I love myself. Yeah. And I love my life. I love my life. And I love the future that I'm creating. Mm, yeah. And I'm very proud to be able to say that because I'm fully responsible for the whole thing. Mm. And it ain't been easy. I've mm. experienced ups and downs like you would not believe. It's mm. been tough, tough to come from the depths of despair having suicidal thoughts, bankruptcy, losing, having my home repossessed, moving back in with my parents, starting from zero, no future, no nothing to get to where I am today. That's, that's, been, the, that's, been, the, that's been the toughest fight that I've had. Mm. And it's, it's the thing that I'm most proud of. Mm. I, 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 I think that's beautiful, Billy. And, 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 and you know, you... You know, you're saying that you love yourself and, and you love your life. I think that's... A, that's a beautiful goal for anyone to have, you know, I think, uh, I think everything, you know, all, all kinds of positivity, where, wherever that be in your life comes from loving yourself, uh, you know, at, at the core, you know, it, it, it all ultimately comes from that. And, you know, what, what, what you've gone through and what you've, you know, overcome has, has been beautiful. It's been an inspiration. And I think, you know, the listeners to this podcast are really going to get some incredible value from that, some incredible inspiration. And, 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 you know, you've done it. Why can't they? You know, absolutely, so. Callum, and I've got to acknowledge you again. You are, you are the future. You are our future. You are an absolute superstar. You are gonna. You are on such an amazing path, Callum, and it's so it's such a pleasure to be speaking with you and being part of your journey. And I want to be with you on it for the next fifty odd years. Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> Sure, let's do it, Billy. Let's do it. I mean, I mean, thank you. It's it, it, it's it's wonderful to have to have your praise and and that sort of thing. Because I think you know what 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 I'm doing with the podcast is, you know, ultimately I want I want to benefit other people's lives. You know, I I, I want to benefit people. And 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 you know, if I've 
it, it, you know, it, it, if I've felt you made you feel that way, then you know, hopefully, I'm I'm doing something right. So, genuinely, Billy, thank you so much. Thank you for you know spending your time with me on the episode today. I I, I think we've had an incredible chat, and and you know, just to share your story um, ha- has been wonderful. And and you know, to the listeners, if you have made it this far through the episode, thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy it please leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts because it really helps the show, helps us to chart and sends the Happy Days podcast message out there. If you're on Instagram, follow me because every day I'm sharing inspiration, motivation, positivity and all that good stuff. So if you follow me, that's at callum.g.church. You can see all of that good stuff which I'm sharing every single day. Again, Billy, thank you so much for joining me on the episode. Um, And yeah, that's Happy Days, mate. Happy days, I'm happy. So there you go. That's the end of the show. If you enjoyed, make sure to subscribe on your podcasting app of choice so you can download and listen as each episode is released. If this episode helped you in any way, tell your friends, tell your family, maybe even leave a cheeky review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. But that's all for now. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode really shortly. Take care.